Paragazayin Mishnah The para concludes with a Mishnah that discusses the big day kahuna that were worn by the Kohen Gadol versus the big day kahuna that were worn by ordinary Kohanim. The Mishnah states, Kohen Gadol Mishamish Bishmona Kalim Ve'ahed Yod Ba'arba. The Kohen Gadol would serve in the base of Migdash wearing eight garments, whereas an ordinary Kohen wore just four garments. Namely, Mechutones, a regular Kohen, First of all, wore a tunic. This uh, covered the Kohen's entire body from his neck to just above his heels. It had uh, long sleeves that went all the way to his palms. And trousers that went from above the Kohen's navel till his knees. A turban, the avnate, and a sash. Most of all of Kohen Godol, the Kohen Godol wore in addition to these the following four garments. Choshen. Gadol wore a breastplate. This was a cloth folded in two. We'll see it contained the Urim Vetumim. We'll talk about that soon. This was a folded cloth that was held in place on the Kohen's chest by way of the shoulder straps of the aphod, the apron that will be mentioned, and affixed to the Choshen breastplate were 12 precious stones on which the names of the 12 tribes were engraved, as well as the names Avraham, Yitzchok, Yaakov, and the words Shifte Ka. And so it should be noted, the Choshen contained all 22 letters of the Aleph base. And next, the Aphod, which was essentially an apron, but an apron which was tied in front of the Kohen Gadol. And so the apron covered the Kohen Gadol's back, starting from his lower back all the way down his legs. It was wrapped around him, tied in front. And as I mentioned above, there were two straps that were attached to the belt in the back of the aphod and went over the Kohen Gadol's shoulders. Precious stones were attached to each of these straps, the Avnei Shoham, one on each of the Kohen Gadol's shoulders. The names of the six of the Shvatim were engraved on one of the stones and the other six engraved on the other. And thirdly, Umeil. Kohen Gadol also wore a Meil, a robe. So this went over... The kutonas, the tunic, and the aphod apron went over the me'il. So it was tunic, robe, then apron. Regarding this me'il robe, it was made completely of the tcheles, blue wool, and attached to its hem were 72 so-called pomegranates, with the balls of blended wool in the shape of pomegranates, and 72 bells, and it alternated pomegranate bell, pomegranate bell, etc. And it was these bells along the hem of the Me'il that allowed people to hear when the Kohen Gadol was approaching. Vatzitz, and fourth, the Kohen Gadol wore the Tzitz golden headplate. He wore this on his forehead, and engraved on this headplate were the words Kodesh Lashem. It was held in place by strings which he tied behind his head. And we learn in the Gemara and Erechen that the Big Day Kahuna, the Kohen Gadol, atoned for various sins. The very act of the Kohen Gadol wearing these Big Day Kahuna provided atonement for the nation, for various sins. The Mishnah adds, Be'ilu nisholin ve'urim v'tumim. The Kohen Gadol would pose questions of the Urim v'tumim while wearing all of the eight aforementioned garments. The Urim v'tumim was a parchment with the Yishem HaMafarash that was tucked into the fold of the Choshen. And the Urim v'tumim had a special power that, at least during Bais Rishon, we would be able to ask questions of national import to it, and it functioned as a kind of oracle in that the question was posed, for example, should we go to war 
or not. And in response, the Kohen Gadol would see specific letters of the Choshen protrude or light up, and then the Kohen Gadol would receive divine inspiration as to how to arrange the letters, what order they are meant to be in, and from this he would understand heaven's response on the question of, let's say, whether they should go to war or not. And so the way this was done was, the questioner, say for example the king, would ask the question facing the Kohen Gadol, the Gadol himself faced the Oron, and was also looking at the Choshen to see which letters would protrude or light up for the answer. And the Mishnah adds, Only someone like the king or the high court or someone who is needed by the public, for example, the Kohen who was assigned the task of leading the people into battle, only someone of that stature could pose a question of the Urim V'tumim. In other words, only a person who had a role in acting upon the advice of the Urim V'tumim could ask the question of it.